Today on the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast, we just watched Loki, guys. The first one came out. It's really freaking late. Oh my gosh. Or early? Uh, but we're going to talk about it. This is Late Night Loki. No rules, just right. Uh, <laughs> are we allowed to say that? <laughs> yeah, that's our slogan that we just came up with. That's the new slogan for Late Night Loki. Late Night Loki. No rules, just right. <laughs> All that reference that we have no control over. (laughs) Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast. My name is Matthew Carroll. I think I'm still Jeff Randall. And in our third chair today, uh, we have our good friend and long-time listener and supporter and good friend of the cast, Brian V. Klein. How you doing, Brian? I am doing very well. Glad to be here. Uh, glad to talk about this, and hopefully, I can keep a straight mind for this whole conversation. <laughs> also, I apologize for calling calling you Brian. I only ever call you BVK, and it felt weird coming out of my mouth. It felt so, weird. It felt weird. Felt weird to hear it. You got to get the introduction out, and then you got to say the name or the the BVK, and then that's fine from there. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, okay, so let's get directly into this because we we're not going to spend too long because it's three fifteen in the morning. And we are just slappy, slap happy, and whatever. It's tired as hell. But we wanted to get our thoughts out immediately. So what did you guys think of the first episode of Loki? I said, like, mid... Because we did the uh, the, the watch-along Cener party or whatever. And mm-hmm. join us on Cener.com slash Stranded Panda if you want to join in at 2 a.m. Central Time. Um so I said in the in the chat there, like while Hiddleston was emoting with his amazing face, that man is so just damn good. Mm-hmm. He's so good, and this show yeah. is so like it's like this show is an extension of him, and it's a reflection of of the the immense amount of talent that has come into the MCU on both sides of the camera in front behind like every everything in this show was uh, just incredible and honestly i got to say i saw owen wilson at his best hmm in this episode i could agree with that the 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 the, the dialogue back and forth between mobius and loki during that flashback, you know, this is your life sequence was just incredible. I mean, that got me, I'm like, oh, I can't yeah. believe how good that was. That And that was a good 15-minute scene where they were just explaining the whole thing, and holy cow. Especially when Loki started seeing his future that he hadn't ha- that hadn't happened yet. Like you were saying, mm-hmm. yeah, Tom Hiddleston's just, his facial acting was incredible. Not that we expect anything less. I totally agree. That scene, I, I, I saw a review pop up in my, in my feed th- uh, this afternoon and it said, um, after a really talky start, or really like, really exposition heavy talky start, Loki hits the ground running. And I was like, 
Oh, an exposition heavy talky start. That's exactly what I want from this show. Like I really wanted all those yeah. the timekeeper conversations and all that stuff. It was so yeah. cool. Establish the rules, right? Like set the base. Establish the rules. Exactly. Let me know what this what exists in this world. What is going on? And what is going on, by the way, is huge. The idea that there's this there was a multiverse war at some point and that they collapse the timeline down to a single timeline and now this TVA is, is, is destroying timelines. These reset charges that they keep casually doing, they're destroying those timelines. There was a, there was a moment where he looks yep, at this child and he goes, branches. trimming branches and, and pruning, they call it. And he, he, he sent the kid outside the door, outside the church. And he like looked like he was giving him like, like a friendly face, like smiling at him, knowing he's sending him into oblivion. And like, you could tell Owen Wilson, there's yeah. like a glimpse, there's like a glitter of like questioning what he's doing. You know what he's, you know what I mean? He's like looking at this little kid. He's like, I know I'm supposed to do this thing, but this is kind of a sad thing I'm doing, sending this kid out into oblivion. And uh, yeah, there's a lot going on there, but seeing Loki's reaction to all of this and this guy who always feels like he's in control, always thinks he's going to get the upper hand, mm-hmm. being utterly powerless, and the infinity stones in the desk, man, it just <laughs> it's amazing, man. It's so good. Yep. I mean, Dad, that was the whole gotcha moment. Yeah. Yeah. I love when Pillboy, or uh, what was his name? <laughs> Casey. I, I can't remember his name. It was Casey. Casey. Yeah. Pillboy. Pillboy. It's Pillboy. Like, Where's Mendoza? <laughs> <laughs> from a good place, right? <laughs> yeah. Bortles! Yeah. It's really funny yep. that they, they got guys from the good place because this kind of had like heaven vibes from the good place. Mm-hmm. Like the bureaucracy of it heaven. Did. They it really did. Yeah, for sure. For sure. <laughs> but yeah, when he looks in, when they look in the box and, and Loki's just like infinity stones and there's like multiples of each color in there and they're all just casually hanging out. And he's just like, yeah, we get a ton of those. Like some of the guys use them as paperweights on their desk. Like you, what? Yeah, <laughs> do, do what? Yeah, because the the Infinity Stones, as far as we know, it the Infinity Stones are like the single most powerful things in the verse, and we're in this place where those Infinity Stones mean nothing. Yeah, absolutely nothing. They're just mm-hmm. another power from universes that this organization is just playing God on a multiversal level. And I, yep. I can't imagine that this series is going to end with the TVA still in place, especially with the call outs we got for like the fact that they're like, if, if we let this happen, madness will ensue. Like that. Yeah. That's multiverse of madness. Yeah. Madness. Like it's absolutely leading into Dr. Strange. Yeah. We, we all talked a ton about how WandaVision was leading to Dr. Strange. I did not realize how much this was directly setting up the world that Dr. Strange will play in. You know, this is setting the stage for what Dr. Strange will be. I'm so excited, guys. (laughs) It's all connected. Come on. Yeah. Truly. Oh, truly, 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 truly. Give me more. Give me more. Say it again. Say it again. I'm ready. It's all connected. It is yeah. actually all connected. Oh, God. Let's get Tara Strong to say it. <laughs> Tara Strong, as the voice of that little cartoon, was the best. Oh, my God. I love her so much. Miss Minutes? Yeah. Oh. That, that whole scene. Yeah. With that and the old, like, uh, like 50s style uh, 
blood flows right on the highway type, you know, instructional video was just, there was just so many good yeah. things like that. It was, it, <laughs> I, like you were saying earlier, I love how they set up where anything that you could question, like when they were talking about the TVA, they're like, well, the Avengers did it. And then they brought up, well, the Avengers were supposed to do it. So right. they were setting the rules and then also yeah. fixing sort of loopholes that people had in their minds. So. Right. So everything that's happened up till now, the space lizards wanted it to happen. <laughs> The three space lizards. (laughs) To me, that just brings up these, like, why? Why do they want the things that have happened to happen? Because it's, it's, to me, it's, it it was a time war, right? Like, that makes me think secret wars. Mm -hmm. Sure. But to, to me, war, war is always about the winner writing the history of, of what happened. Like, they won the war, now they get to tell the story. So they're telling the story of the sacred timeline, right? But that's not how all these other universes that they're going around destroying and like literally just like blinking out of existence universe after universe, pruning them, creating the sacred timeline. This is a cult of these like weird space lizards and they have been in control for who knows how long. If time means anything, like... It's crazy. I'm so excited to see the space lizards go down and madness to ensue. <laughs> oh. Are they just going to keep calling them space lizards? I mean, I yeah. am. <laughs> yeah, they're not timekeepers. They're space lizards. <laughs> <laughs> the thing that, like, that I keep thinking about that, like, it, they kept hitting on it in, in the episode, uh, without, like, directly, like, in the face saying, like, Loki, you are, uh, you are a hypocrite. <laughs> he was talking about like I was going to remove uh, the the choice for for them. I was going to remove freedom, and like as he's talking about just ruling everybody and and being the the person that makes all the decisions, he's also saying like I make my own choices. I am the master of my own destiny. Mm-hmm. But then somebody else is making all of his decisions for him, saying this is how you're supposed to live your life. You were on the path that was set for you and he's like no i make my own rules but then he also wants to be the guy that makes rules for other smaller people and like it just shows that he's just another wheel in the time machine Mm -hmm. no rules just wrong loki no rules just wrong (laughs) are we gonna take that to to like all the way through this (laughs) come on it's a 10 minute ago callback it's not like i brought it back from weeks ago uh <laughs> okay, us as MCU fans should realize how uh, callbacks work, though. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. God, there were so many in this freaking episode. There were, Sorry. there were a lot. I got real excited there for a second. There were tons of callbacks, but also tons of references and interesting little weird things. Um, I, I, I'm just excited. I meant to bring this up earlier. We we're talking about the Infinity Stones. I don't mean to jump back because I know we're on a time crunch here, but. The Infinity Stones in the desk, I love that it wasn't just six Infinity Stones, because of the multiverse, it's like, just a sprinkling of Infinity Stones, like, like six yeah. Time Stones, and like, two Mind Stones, and four Ethers, like, <laughs> it's just like, that's so weird and fun, and like, yeah. there's no symmetry to this show, it's, it's just like, bureaucracy, and weirdness, and like... This sort of mundane, and I think it's sort of the, the like evil of mundanity, like, because these guys are definitely genociding. I, th- I think that's a word. Uh, I was just thinking mundanity. I read, read it through my head, like, right. it's the, too early for me to think like that. The evil of the mundane, <laughs> the evil of the mundane, like, 
they, they're just they're just going around. And, and, and maybe I'm jumping ahead. Maybe we're not really supposed to see it this way yet. But I'm absolutely seeing this as like the space lizards are having them genocide universe after universe after universe. They're just destroying anyone that doesn't fit into their timeline. Because if they allow multiverse to exist, their universe might be questioned. And why do these... Why do the timekeepers care about this universe? And the only thing I can imagine is sort of like a Kang type situation where you have like a timeline leads somewhere, right? Like, so at the end yeah. of this timeline, I'm, I'm assuming this timeline is what leads to the timekeepers. Like the timekeepers are probably like, th- they need this timeline to exist for some reason, right? Like it's a prime timeline or something like that. Or no, it's like just, it's the, it's the timeline the that made the timekeepers time exist, right? Like, so if okay, you, it could be. So like, let's say 30 million Ooh, that, years from now, the timekeepers come into existence, whoever they are, and then they, yeah participate in the multiversal wars and then they want obviously their origins to exist so that they exist. So there's not a paradox. So they trim all other branches and they are the winners of the time war and they're just surviving in their own timeline. I, I don't know. That's, that's why I've seen it. All these, all these branch realities, all this that's happening with Loki uh, being the one that they're hunting. Yeah. All of this. Yes. Uh, this is my theory. This is my episode one theory <laughs> Here we go. This is my Mephisto. <laughs> All of this is Which, supposed to happen. Which, by the way, referenced, I think. I don't know if that was planned like that. Yes, but. it was. <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> but this is my Mephisto. The The multiverse, uh, or rather, the, the, the branch timelines that we're seeing because of the Loki variant, uh, all of this is supposed to happen to lead to a multiverse war to lead to the timekeepers doing the thing, and it's all just a big loop going over and over again. Ooh, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Like, mm. yeah, this is what starts the multiverse war that will... Yeah, that's interesting. End it and reset it. That's mm. that's kind of a linear way yeah. of thinking, though. Like a loopy linear way of thinking, but like <clears throat> they exist outside of that timeline. You know, or the, outside of the multiverse. Yeah, even. they're just the watching it go around. Yeah, uh, interesting. That's, that's the thing. Like when when Loki asked the the judge the whatever her role is, we didn't even hear her name. Uh, when he asked her, like, "What are the where are the timekeepers?" and she was like, "Well, they're." Making sure the timeline, or they're dictating the the timeline. And yeah, like, but but what do you do? Like, no, 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 no! Don't just don't just gloss over that. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. need to know where they are. I need to know that they have an office in this crazy infrastructure here, where there's like flying cars and crap. Like, we only saw like three or four rooms in this gigantic facility right i definitely got oz vibes from that right especially he talks about it being this is all an illusion yeah. oh what yes. if it is what if he's right you know what i mean like what if don't don't look at the yeah. space lizards behind the curtain you know what i mean um like <laughs> something is going on deeper than what he what he sees he obviously like i feel like Loki, from the sheer power of the TVA, is being brought into line to sort of start serving the timekeepers. Um, but I mm-hmm. don't think he will stay there. Just like Owen Wilson said, he's like, uh, you don't do things for people. Or I forget what the line was. It was like something like, I don't, I don't do things for, I don't, I don't need to like gain anyone's trust or something like that. And he's like, even oh, uh, when you're just uh, gaining their trust. To, collaboration. Uh, Oh yeah, I don't collaborate. It's not really my and forte. And he's like, not even when you're gaining someone's trust, so you can later betray them. 
<laughs> and I think that is, I think they are spelling out what this show is going to be about. Now, you're talking about time loops and things that will lead to this. I think the opposite is likely. I think it is likely that this time variant of Loki might be the very one he's later going to fight. <laughs> like, the, the, the one that we're oh, seeing. Man. Like, this variant of Loki might end up looping back on himself and fighting himself throughout this series. Oh, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> I love time travel. Matthew S. Fox has got to be freaking out right now. <laughs> now uh, let me ask you this. I don't, know if it was just a, I don't know if it was just the way that it was shot, but at the end, when they do the scene where you find out that uh, uh, it's the variant lo- the, the variant they're going after is Loki, and he sets the um, the field on fire, they still have that figure in the distance... But then someone grabs the reset thing. So is he working with someone? I, th- I feel like it's implied that he just walks up and grabs it. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay, I would say because the shot was really quick, and again, it was really early. And they said he's stealing those. Like, he's going around stealing those r- reset buttons. Right. So what is he going to do with a bunch of reset buttons? He's going to go to the TVA headquarters and set them all off to collapse the TVA. Right, if the TVA exists in a timeline where that's possible. That's why he needs a bunch of them. I think the TVA is in the quantum realm. Ooh. I think it's very possible the TVA is the city that we saw in in, in Ant-Man. It actually kind of looked like it. The, when we saw the outside, we saw those, the, sta- the, the structures, it kind of looked a little like mm-hmm. that, uh, that shot from Ant-Man where you see mm-hmm. the city in the quantum realm. And... Just a little bit, like like the like I could see that the architecture could be similar, but also, um, there's 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 a line said twice in the MCU: time moves differently there. That's said about two things: the TVA uh-huh. and the quantum realm. Quantum realm. Yeah. yeah, like it makes me think. I picked that up, and I also speaking of the TVA, I like their future retro deco they have, where it's like oh. this old ass seventies looking thing, but then it's a time projector hologram thing yeah i love the aesthetic <laughs> yeah it reminds me a lot of the umbrella academy yeah oh right. for sure for sure we have got to get di- shut it down because it's already 3 30 in the morning but real quick let's run down some of these ones we got tagged in uh ethical panda says uh who is matthew west fox sorry sorry matthew fox i'm sorry i will always mess that up i'll do my best uh you have to go back in time and find that jump all right sorry about that sorry about that um matthew fox uh let's see we'll talk to the tva about it uh oh i i, I like this question i just like this question uh let's see c groschel c groschel I'm, I'm glad gonna... you tried to say that because I saw that. Don't let <laughs> take that name. <laughs> he says, "So is the multiverse many universes on one timeline, or many timelines, each with its own universe?" Hope that makes sense. I think the the multiverse is right there in the name. I think it's multiple universes. They also have their own yeah. timeline, though, like relative to them. The question supposes there are multiple timelines, but he says that is it one universe or multiple universes? Uh, so yes, it's definitely multiple timelines and it's multiple universes. <laughs> it's definitely one of those things. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and no. The answer is it's multiple universes. It's in the name. It's multiverse. Um, let's see sure. here. We got a couple more. Because if it's one timeline, it would be rewriting itself, which it's not doing. It's creating multiple universes. Uh, so that it would be the, uh, version of Back to the Future where it goes back and then they change the timeline they're actually on. 
which mm. which mm. is bullshit. Mm. We know that from Endgame. Uh, <laughs> Back to the Future is canonically bullshit. Uh, How old the phone there, champ? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, CJ Hunt says, what was the line about nightmares? It sounded like they were hinting oh, at the nightmare realm. I absolutely think yes. they're hinting at a comics version yeah. of the nightmare realm. Yeah. Yeah. He said, this place is a nightmare. And he's like, nah, it's a different department. I'll, yeah. That one, that one will help you burn down. And I was like, <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> and it has to directly mean that because you know, the MCU doesn't like trolling people. So it's, directly yeah. what they say that's you know yeah that means that there's gonna be nightmare is gonna come up somewhere in like dr strange 4 and they called their shot here right. and nightmare nightmare works for mephisto obviously way back when so, <laughs> kablooey it was confirmed so, in this episode. yeah <laughs> yep yeah yep they're yeah, all confirmed obviously Everyone's confirmed. Ooh, uh, one of the, the the thing, the thing. No, that's that's DC, right? <laughs> oh, shots fired. Oh, that's man thing, right? Right. Kablooey. Yes. Kablooey. Yep. Sounds like he's blowing Kablooey. something up. Kablooey. That's what that's what yep. bombs do, right? Yep. That's why he's yep. getting all those charges. He's he he planted that. So that Owen Wilson Mobius would find it. Owen Wilson Mobius is not his name. Mobius is his name. Uh, <laughs> I remembered it halfway through. Owen Mobius Wilson. That's that's his o- full name. Owen Mobius Wilson, as he's been known throughout the years. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> no, like he. It was a plant, so that Mobius would find that, and it's like a. It's 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 calling his shot. He's pointing at the fence, just like, all right, I'm gonna blow you up. Here all right, it comes. that's possible. Mm-hmm. Yep. Confirmed. We saw very little uh in the trailers that we didn't see in this first episode, but one of the few things we did see in trailers, I guess spoiler alert for trailer things, is someone fighting at the TVA. So we, yep. we they're coming for mm-hmm. the TVA. By the way, a lot of the things we broke down in the trailer were very much correct. Like we and, and even mm-hmm. we were we speculated about him watching his mom die. We speculated about all that stuff and we were very much on target. Watching himself die? Yes, exactly. Yeah. Watching him sacrifice himself, watching him fight alongside his brother and that, uh, yeah, it, it, it was, it was everything we were asking for. Basically, it was great. Yep. The yep. ethical panda says at Stranded Panda TV and at Brian V. Klein. Uh, so we know that the ancient ones. So we know that the ancient one was tasked with protecting the timeline. Was she working with or at least aware of the TVA? is strange the way they talked about the multiverse and how it would be madness makes me think that that must have tied into the strange movies it's interesting it's really interesting um because in this it's basically saying these guys don't allow multiple timelines to exist and given we what we saw in endgame if if i mean literally this is a result of endgame this timeline uh-huh. that he disappears from is where they go to set that charge, right? Am I wrong? So, like, this is the same city. Like, th- this is this Loki uses the space stone, so he moved somewhere in that same universe, and and he went to the wrong time. I, I didn't realize the space stone had that ability, but apparently it does. So he jumped mm-hmm. to a different time. He's That's in Mongolia, true. right? He's in a different time in no. Mongolia. That's isn't that where he was in the beginning? It said Mongolia. I mean, it yeah, was Mongolia, it was the Gobi Desert, but it was the same year. 
was it, it was the same year? 2012. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought I thought he was back yeah. in time. Okay, so he's just a time variant. Anyway, that 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 ancient one that talked about the time stone and said bring back the time stone. That's the same one they just murked, right? Like they just destroyed her timeline. She talked about protecting her timeline. They just went there and hit that reset charge. That was destroying her timeline. So I'm assuming all six uh, timelines that all three timelines they went back to and created in the alternate versions, maybe maybe four or five actually. Well, the Avengers were supposed to go back. Like the Avengers were supposed to go back and yeah. then Cap was supposed to go back and put the stones back. So theoretically those timelines should not have been trimmed because they branched and then came immediately back. It seems like there's a, there's a a threshold Mm -hmm. for a branch timeline to exist. Cause um, the guy said like, we're about to hit red line. Like it's approaching red line. Cause it looks like it goes too far away from the divine timeline. So like that amount of time where the the stone was gone for cap to bring it back is where it, it was inside the red line is my understanding. No, I disagree. Well, you're wrong. Let's get out of here. Bye. <laughs> no, I'm definitely right because of two things. They say in the show whether you cause a revolution or you miss a day of work. Right. They say that in the in the little video. So if you make any change to the timeline that is not supposed to happen, they trim you. Right. And they they act they're acting like they're just trimming a person, but it seems to me they're trimming the entire branch. Yeah, the whole timeline. So while while those timelines would have to exist for a moment or for the moments for the Avengers to go back and retrieve the stones, those timelines would not have to continue existing to protect the uh, 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 sacred timeline. And so I'm assuming they trimmed those branches. So, <laughs> so like, Cap goes back, puts the stone back, and they're like, cool, still, still broke it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Like that timeline is now gone. What was it? It's like the it's like the Brooklyn Nine Nine thing where he's like, "Cool motive, still murder." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but wasn't it safe to assume that they say it like you were just mentioning at Endgame when Cap went back, he was literally coming back at the same time almost. Like it was like that. The stones were never gone, so he was coming back, and so that yeah. that technically would never have happened. Like it wouldn't have needed to. Plus, it also right was supposed to happen. Right, but they still made changes to the timeline. I mean, the major ones are things like Thanos disappearing from the timeline or mm-hmm. uh, or Loki changing, which we know for a fact. We just saw them trim that branch. Right. But, like, that means that that literal universe that we saw the Ancient One talking about protecting and the whole idea of bringing the stones back came from that conversation. They just murked that timeline. They just reset that timeline, which I see as trimming the branch. You're destroying that timeline. Hmm. This is a continued yeah. war on on these on these other universes. You think maybe they they don't want the variants uh, away from the the um, away from the divine timeline because somebody in like whoever caused the variant. Uh, or whoever caused the nexus becomes powerful in some way and could eventually maybe like they could come together and defeat them in the multiverse exactly. of madness. But I think it's, I don't think it's um, a bunch of them or, or like, I don't think it's about becoming powerful. I think it's about the idea that they're, con- they're con- keeping 
the universe is trimmed so that this timeline is the only timeline. So it's the sacred time. So mm-hmm. the idea is if, if any other timelines start to exist and they hit the red line, which I'm assuming is like red line for me, I was assuming is like where it goes too far to trim easily. Not that it's right. you know too far off of the timeline, but so f- you let it go too long. And then suddenly like, here's my thought process. So you got the timekeepers, right? They exist in this timeline. They 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 were birthed of the sacred timeline, I'm assuming. And if that's the case, then if they let another timeline shoot off, another group of timekeepers could be born in that timeline and have differing opinions mm-hmm. about which one's the sacred timeline, and that's how you get a multiverse war. Oh, it's like the uh oh god, it's uh it's like an invincible. When the that villain guy makes a clone of himself, they both think that they're the original. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yep. 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 Spoiler that's alert exactly for Invincible. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's in the first yeah. episode. That's fine. <laughs> that's in the first few minutes. Um, okay. That's it. We got to go. We have spent too much time already. This was supposed yeah, to be 15. Yeah, you said we got to go, and then you were like, by the way, Jeff, you're wrong. And I don't think I was. Tangents this early in the morning are not good for mental health. I can't. I can't just let you be wrong and not <laughs> not refute it. <laughs> I appreciated the the criminal with the blue box line. Yes, was a a, yeah. a a blatant Doctor Who reference, which I appreciated. And the people that got that and people that wrote it, you know, Bravo, mm-hmm. French kiss on that one. Love Glad, it. Laughed out loud when I heard right. it. I'm like, yes, <laughs> chef's kiss. It's chef's kiss, not French kiss. French kiss. I keep keep looking over because right now in five minutes, my alarm to wake up is going to go off. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, you got to get five minutes to sleep. Get out of here. I I snooze it for a bit, but it's still just like I I have the alarm going off in the middle of the podcast. Well, guys, we're going to let Brian get his five minutes. (laughs) That's what she said. <laughs> oh man, late night Loki is gonna be fun. Late night Loki oh, is gonna God. be fun. Six weeks of this, baby. <laughs> Matthew's saying we went way off the tangent of the ancient one. I don't think we did, but we'll uh, circle back. The answer later. is yes. The TVA seems like they have way more power than the ancient one, and they probably Matt. killed her. Uh, Matt, wrap it up. <laughs> I'm wrapping it up. I like doing this podcast. By the way, thank you. If you found this podcast for the first time, uh, we are going to be covering Loki exhaustively. We're going to be doing these late night Lokis, short little uh, spurts about what we thought of the show. But tomorrow we'll also be dropping another full, more full, more thought out episode in the feed. Uh, so yeah, follow along. There's also live watches happening at 5 p.m. on Wednesdays, as well as the late night Loki. So. Check out the links in the show notes. You guys have a good night. Peace. Oh, Brian, you want to promote anything? Hold on. Brian. Brian. Yes. Plug something. Like your butt. <laughs> There's a new podcast coming on the network called Source Pages. It's a it's a podcast where we're going to be talking about comics and books that are primers or source materials or continuations of the geeky TV shows and movies we like. So stay tuned for that. Our first book we're doing is Dune, uh, but we're going to be doing covering some comic primers for the movies and TV shows coming out. So that's all I could think of right now. Yeah. Source Pages. It's going to be fun. Widow, Deadly Keep Origins, right? Yes, Deadly or- Black Widow Deadly yeah. Origins is going to be the first one uh, that's going to release probably sometime next week, or before the movie at Ooh, least. Ooh, nice. That's yes. awesome. Oh, shit. I, I guess that get reading. 
That is legit <laughs> all we're going to do. Peace out. We are the Marvel Cinematic Podcast. Bye. Until later today, true believers. <laughs> Time for sleep. Thank you for joining us for the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast. Available everywhere you get podcasts, and now a video version streaming live on twitch.tv slash strandedpandatv and available at youtube.com slash strandedpanda. And if you'd like to learn more about all of our other podcasts, geeky projects, and ways to support the network, visit strandedpanda.com.